Good morning, Tappers. <laughs> I just saw you shake your titties. Yeah, good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. Oh, shake, shakey. Shakey, shakey. Shake the titties for your Friday. <laughs> TJF, it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. We're not in the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is for everyone we made it through the first week of the draft. We didn't get selected. It's literally like the Hunger Games. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, what if I don't, like, what if I get drafted and I'm like, I'm just not going to go. Patrick's You'd like, probably oh, be arrested and go to jail. But then I was like, I'd rather be in jail than in the fucking war field. Yeah. And there was a lot of people in history that felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're totally right. That is totally plausible. And some I'm, people are like, yeah. I'm just going to play the gay card at this point. I've never played it in the past. And now is my time to play it. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you've been holding it close for this moment. I have. All right. I can't talk about Ukraine anymore. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> that was Monday. We're done. We're not talking mm-hmm. about her anymore. We're going to talk about pop culture. Pop culture. We're back to crime. Pop culture crime. We have a very exciting episode today. Um, Friday. Hope you guys had a great week. You know, we're almost into the weekend. You know, one more day left. And now you get to enjoy your Friday early morning. Drive to work with Crime on Top. And this is a very exciting episode, Megan, because it's our first update episode of season two. Later on in the episode, we're going to be reviewing past topics we've talked about and getting an update on what's going on in some of the cases, um, some of the deaths that have happened, and just doing an update, you know, keeping everybody updated on everything we've talked about. Yeah, we love doing the updates because it like keeps a overarching storyline. Mm-hmm. Just keeping tabs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only had what like eight episodes, but we have plenty to update on because I mean, right. four topics in episode, mm-hmm. except for two. <laughs> we did specials, and I definitely feel like we talk about crimes and stories that are currently happening that are evolving trials more information you know we always like to talk about the beginning stages of crimes and now we can do like our update videos or update episodes like once or every two months just to keep everyone updated on what we talked about keep everyone updated on crime on tap crime on tap and also if you want to keep even more updated be sure to go over to our Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. We're posting over there right before we post our episodes mainly. But we're trying. We're definitely, you know, we're doing a lot better than we were season one. So yes, <laughs> we could be posting more. But honestly, we're doing the best that we can right now and with our current budget. So get over <laughs> there on Instagram. We would love the support. We love hearing from you guys. And we've actually have heard from somebody who we talked about on the potty. Like to us, he's like a big time celebrity. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but we actually got a little reaction from him in our DMs. He slid right in. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about him a little bit later. It's like a big moment for Crime on Tap. And I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. So I feel like this is a good time to talk about like update mm-hmm. on like our social media presence in the game we are being noticed so it's great to see the recognition yes after all of our hard work where we go to um getty images and then <laughs> <laughs> find four photos <laughs> hey my favorite pastime is going to getty images and searching celebrities and then going back to like the early 2000s and seeing like their outfits on like the red carpet <laughs> back when you could wear jeans to the red right. carpet 
as long as you had heels <laughs> a denim jacket and jeans that was so accepted back then what happened now everyone's got to wear these elaborate expensive outfits it's like i i i've already said out the podcast so i'll say it again but ashley tisdale's fashion on the red carpet is just is peak it's perfect is ashley tisdale or ashley simpson it's a toss-up for me they both i feel like had similar mm-hmm. But Ashley Tisdale just took it that step farther where she'd wear a skirt and then she'd wear jeans and then she'd have a shirt that was that shop till you drop and then she'd have like a crochet knit hat on. Yeah. I know like the furry kind of hat or something too. Like that little like mm-hmm. bucket hat looking thing. Yeah. That was the trend back in the day. And nowadays I feel like the fashion is like put a trash bag or a potato sack on and it's fashion. Have you seen I feel Justin like... lately? Like I don't know what... <laughs> Like, I go to thrift stores, and I wear clothes from thrift stores, but I don't look like I shop at a thrift store. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> these days, like, wearing as a size small in men's, wearing, like, a 3XL is accepted, you know, on a small on a small body. <laughs> well, it's just like those days with the rappers. They had the those big shirts and then big pants. Everything was just big. Right. And that's how it is now. It's just, like, wear everything oversized. I mean, not even oversized. It's like extra, extra oversized baggy. Don't show anyone your body. Just don't even look like you tried to get yourself put together, basically, is the look these days. Yeah. And then high, high-waisted high jeans, but then tiny, tiny little shirts. Tiny, tiny, and, tiny. And then like old lady cardigan. Yes. And then you button only in the middle one. Yes. <laughs> I know the style. <laughs> I don't know what y'all wear nowadays. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> right? We need to accept that it's over and that we're old now. Exactly. Like it, we can't try to fit in anymore. It's we're done with that life. Just like the people, the older people now, they have the same hairstyle as the, as when they were in the eighties. It's like right. that's gonna be up. But nonetheless, you guys, we are here in our sweatpants, comfies. That's what I call them. I call them my comfies. I'm in my comfies. Megan, how about we get into the pour before the four? Oh my God, there we go. (laughs) So on this Friday, I feel like I really needed it this Friday. It was a week. We had a snowstorm last week. Um, Still recovering from that mentally, digging my car out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still covered by the snow. Today I have my tried and true, my rum and coke, everybody, with a little squirt of lime. I feel like I'm at a restaurant. It's just a good vibe. I got my haircut, feeling mm-hmm. fresh as F, and I got my little rum and coke. So I'm ready for today's update episode, Megan. So what I have is just, I love just cracking cans. You I know already me. know I what it. you got. I already know. No, I'm mixing it up. I have oh. a a Trulies, oh. and it's lime flavored. You're like getting into like the summer vibe. I can feel it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm like, I'm done. Like you're played out winter. You've had your time just like right. us. It's time for the, the Gen Zers to come in. It's time for spring. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing about the New England I have a gripe with. It was like 70s, 60s the other day. Then we have a snowstorm, and then it's like negative ten when I wake up. You know, this is why we're all fucking sick. Well, you're sick for other reasons, but yeah, <laughs> allergies and whatnot. Getting better though, getting better. Hopefully, I don't sound as nasally on the podcast as I used to. I definitely feel better. That's for sure. Well, that's good. Yeah. Are you you're not dripping. No more drippies. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, why did you tell people that I drip? <laughs> 
I drip a little bit, but it's not my fault. It's natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bodily function, guys. <laughs> Shift into gear because hot toppies are here. I, I still have to say your shifting motion is so it's like aesthetic. <laughs> Shift it. Like you, you got to hit it with your with the palm, with the butt yeah, of your you, hand. <laughs> all right, everybody. So, Megan, how about the first story we get into today? This is a doozy. The story we're referencing is the Alec Baldwin, the woman who he killed, Helena Hutchins, on the set of Rust. We talked about this pretty recently. Was it last week or two weeks ago that we brought up the story and the updates of what's going on? The last update we had is that the family of Helena is suing for a wrongful death suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were waiting for this to happen, and it finally happened. And now there's another update where Helena Hutchins' husband spoke out on the Today Show with none other than Hoda Kotb. And basically he was just just recounting his reaction to Alec Baldwin's interview, his bizarre interview about what happened that day. Now we have a clip and I want to play it. And I want to play this specific clip where Alec Baldwin is recounting that somebody should be held accountable and it shouldn't be him yeah so to play it it'll speak for itself right and i mean just hearing what he says is bizarre i feel that 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 uh, someone is responsible for what happened and i can't say who that is but i know it's not me watching him i just felt so angry just so angry to see him talk about her death so publicly in such a detailed way and then to not accept any responsibility after having just described killing her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that not insane or is that not insane? Oh, and I totally understand where Matt, the Matt Hutchins is coming from because he lost his wife. Mm-hmm. They have a child. He has to, he had to explain to his child that his mom is never coming back yeah. and that it was a horrible way to die. And she didn't do, she, it was an accident. There's no reason there's no biblical reason for it or anything. Right. And for Alec to Alec to be the one that actually pulled the trigger who caused her death. I mean, that is just that's not hearsay. That's not an opinion. That is fact. He he <laughs> he he what? Did the trigger. The hammer. I learned Patrick told me it's the hammer. Okay. He did the hammer, the trigger that shot <laughs> the bullet, the that bullet that killed her. Okay? That right. is fact. And just be like, mm, wasn't me. Who is, who, what happened? I don't, yeah, he says, I don't know who's to blame, but it's not me. And another thing that Matt mentions that, like you're saying, it's just bizarre and like sad is that he feels grief, but no guilt. Actually, let me play that clip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Play it. Play it. He said, essentially, he felt grief, but no guilt. Almost sounds like he was the victim. And hearing him blame Helena in the interview and and shift responsibility to others and and seeing him cry about it i just feel like are we really supposed to feel bad about you mr baldwin here's my thing okay i feel like he's he's saying this stuff for um because he knows it's going to be used against him in court so he doesn't want to say he's guilty at all but even if it was an accident i you should still feel guilt. It's sociopathic to not feel guilt for killing someone, even if it's on accident. Right. Like a child can feel guilt, is capable of feeling guilt when they break a vase. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was an accident, but they still feel bad it happened. That's right. natural. That's how humans operate. But to not feel any of that. And I know where he's coming from, from saying that, because in court, he can't admit guilt. 
Exactly. But it's just is like he's looking out for himself and mm-hmm. also just being like, oh, well, it was this person, and this person, and this person, and all their fault and everything. Just so convenient. Right. He clearly, you know, inside, truthfully, he feels guilt, but he just can't say it out loud because he knows it will go against him in court. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I hope that he feels guilt, even mm-hmm. if he can't technically say it. I can't speak to that he does. I don't know. Right. And I mean, Matthew makes a good point. It makes it seem like he's playing the victim. Oh, me. Like, oh, no. Like, I accidentally discharged and I didn't mean to do it. It wasn't my fault. It was somebody else's. Like, ooh, give me pity for why does this happen to me? Like, no one cares about you. Why are you trying to be the victim? Yeah, you're the one still alive. So So basically, Matthew goes on to say, and actually the interview is out. So the full interview is out. What we played is just clips that were... Um, like a teaser for the whole interview, but the full interview is out. He also mentions that there was not only just gun safety was an issue on set, but like we mentioned before, there was multiple industry standard issues. So it's good to see him restating that. Definitely he's got somebody in his ear being like, reconfirm that there was other issues and not just the death of Helena on set. That led up to I feel like Alec is also trying to play, oh, I'm just a little actor. I know no nothing. Me, me, actor. Me, me, right. no, no, gun. And it's like, okay, but you're also the executive producer, too. Mm-hmm. So you should also, you're like the head honcho. You should also be in charge of everything. You oversee everything. So it's yeah. not just like, oh, I was an act. I'm just an actor. He was also the executive producer, too. And they're still investigating as to why there was live ammo on set. We'll keep you guys updated on that. I mean, we still don't know why there was ammo on set. There's no reason, you know, why is it? Why? There's no point. Another piece on the Alec update was something that Mm. I learned on my Facebook um, (laughs) from a local Vermonter that him him and, what's his wife's name? Hilaria? Hilaria? Oh, yeah. I saw that about her wife too, his wife. She's also a ticket because didn't she claim to be a race? She is not. Did she really? I'm pretty sure she did. Well, all I know is that, like, her and Alec on social media are not even acknowledging what happened. Like, she posted on Instagram and was like, being a mom is so hard. It's like a journey. It's like a workout. Like, it's so difficult. Moms deserve more respect. And it's like, your husband just killed somebody. You should... Yeah, you just killed a mother. Yeah. Oh, apparently she... um lied about her um spanish heritage interesting that's something to lie about yeah well and also if you look up her name um it says american yoga instructor so but Mm -hmm. anyway so what i learned is that they bought a farmhouse in vermont with a bunch of acres in arlington vermont so it's kind of like in the area there's a bunch of like really nice homes yeah they're kind of out in the boonies but you know they're by lakes and they're huge and have golden fucking toilets and stuff like that. <laughs> and farmhouses are usually old and rickety and the rooms are small. So I'm sure they're going to fucking bulldoze that and build a big old mansion. I'm pretty sure this is where right after he killed Helena, they were staying there. They were in Arlington. Was it Arlington? Is that what you said? Arlington is where they bought the place. Yeah. Yeah. They were like hiding out there as like an escape and they were seen like around the small town like paparazzi found them 
and they were like at dinner or something out there. So, I mean, it's not shocking that they bought land out there, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's where yeah. I'm getting at. <laughs> to hide full time. <laughs> full time hiding. Yeah. The incognito. Because, I mean, not only it's kind of difficult to get out there. Some Like in those, some parts of Vermont, it's kind of rural, rural mm-hmm. enough that it's like a lot of paparazzi is not going to be going there, you know? Yeah. Like my cousin's grandma, not my grandma, but his grandma, um, owns a house around it, that area. And she has this beautiful, gorgeous, huge place, but they don't have any service. <laughs> yeah. All right, so right into our next story. Oh, before we get into our next story, I wanted to talk about our little, like, acknowledgement from a fan. Oh, yeah. So on our Instagram, if you guys aren't following Crime on Tap Pod, get over there, like us, subscribe, mm-hmm. whatever, DM us. Um, but if you guys remembered our story about the King Arthur Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, the Indiana Jones of the art world. He not only liked our photo, <laughs> but he also DM'd us a smiley face. We've been recognized. We've been acknowledged for our hard work on social media. It's paying off. And the one and only Arthur Brandt has noticed us. And not only that, but it was also an episode in which we spoke highly of him. So he right. probably really liked it. We were like, oh my God, King. I know. I was getting sweaty <laughs> thinking about him listening to my episode. <laughs> oh God. I hope we represented you well, Arthur Brand. I know, Arthur Brand. We're the biggest fans. I mean, mm-hmm. this whole episode and our Instagram is an Arthur Brand fan page. So, I mean, we were thinking about getting him on because, you know, like he's a big fan. So, like, I'm sure he would want to come on. So. Oh my God, that would be so out. cool. I mean, I, I don't know if we can handle that right now, Arthur. We have just such a high demand of people wanting to be on the show. So, yeah, you know, maybe you should stick to like just finding underground art, um, and we'll stick to podcasting. But I mean, we'll see if you can catch you later. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we ran out of friends, so we. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Arthur Brand will be reaching out. Hopefully, we can get you on the pod. We know you want to get on. You know, you're sending us smiley faces. We get the hint. But yeah, okay. So next story, Megan. Do you want to lead us into it? Okay. So little tiny baby update on Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> so Queen <laughs> Tasha K. Um, has is she a queen? Been... Is she a queen though? <gasps> She's a messy queen. She's oh, messy. She so messy. She just won't stop talking and. <laughs> She, the the article I read, it was more about like, ooh, Cardi B so cool. She referenced Rihanna about bitch better have my money. But yes. no one, it's not talking about how Tasha K just straight up does not care about any repercussions. She doesn't care about the letter of the law. Right. She's like, bitch, I don't have four billion or four billion. I don't have four million dollars. LOL. <laughs> Okay, let me play the clip because yes. the tappers have to hear it. It is so funny. I can't do it justice. You know, in the beginning, Tasha was like a bad bitch. Like, mm, no one's going to bring me down. But now she's like cracking a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, she's like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> now her lawyers were like, you have to pay up. All right, let me just play it. In this lawsuit, allegedly at this moment, I think it's $4 million. You have to pay a celebrity. A lot of conversation has been is do you even have that amount of money to pay in this lawsuit? Like, is Tasha K worth that amount of money to pay that? I ain't got it. 
I'm the one. I always want to know. Listen, I'm so glad you said it. Listen, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Don't ask me for no money. I ain't got it. But listen, um, we have business uh things in place that takes care of things like this. Now, of course, um, the appellate court and the Supreme Court is in process right now. So that yes. is that is true. You're, you're not gonna. You're not trying to pay that yes. four million. You're gonna do the appeal. No, no, no. That's what the appellate court. <laughs> and and then. Who trying to pay for a million dollars? Who? You got it. Can, can the let me borrow? I get it. Uh, I know. Listen, that YouTube, but that YouTube money is 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 big checks. I thought it, it, it's good, but I got two children. It's good, but I got two children. Churn. <laughs> she said churn. She said lost churn. the D. Um. Okay, let's just dissect that. <laughs> I mean, I love. I feel like she's a crusader for the 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 everyday normal person right she's right who who's got four million dollars she's like you got it i'll borrow it can you got it huh <laughs> i mean she's really relying so basically what she's relying on now is they're taking the appeal to higher court the appellate court or supreme court and do you think megan the supreme court is going to take on this case i feel like they got bigger fish to fry honestly yeah i feel like they got bigger things to worry about than tasha k not being able to pay four million dollars in a defamation case i feel like it's already so hard to prove a defamation case that that cardi b was able to get it that they are just i feel like they're not going to mess with that yeah i mean what does she have like what case she doesn't have a case you know there's nothing here she can't say she never said said it yeah Yeah. right you said what you said and the courts decided it was in favor of cardi b i don't know yeah that's kind of the update on tasha k she's kind of cracked out of her damn mind um she's (laughs) living for it that she doesn't have the money and she's relying on this appeal to help her get out of it and, and it's funny because last time that we were talking about her, she's like, "Oh, don't worry, mm, I got it. Oh, four million ain't nothing." And then right. now it's like, "I got, I ain't got four million. I ain't got, it. <laughs> I ain't got no money." And then she's like, "We got. That's why we have business things in place to help with that." Yeah, girl, you ain't got no businesses in place to help with that. Yeah, there um, are no, no court systems that you can um, that will help you pay for it. That's not how it goes. Yeah. And then this is where Megan was referencing the Rihanna quote that Cardi B tweeted, bitch, bitch better have my money. And then did you see after Cardi B tweeted, she's like, I just got a call from my music lawyers and they said to delete the tweet. She's like, I can't have no fun. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to delete it. But I mean, it was already out there. So everyone mm-hmm. saw I know. It. It's out forever. Well, I mean, I do kind of find it like, does she really need four million from this little person right i think she i think what she should have done was do what taylor swift did when she sued that guy for like grabbing her she sued him for what a dollar yeah right because she's like it's not about the money it's about the principal and i think that's what cardi b should have done she was really wanting to be like hey you know stand up for celebrities you can't trash on us like this she would have done it for a dollar but no bitch better have her money bitch better have her money and Cardi B is not here to play. That's the update we have on Tasha Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, God bless. God bless. We'll see what's going on if her case even gets picked up by a higher court um, or not. We're not thinking it's going to. Um, we think Tasha Kay is eventually going to be bankrupt. Um, and she's going to be begging all these interviews to happen so she can make some more coin. 
<laughs> some of that um anchor ad coin maybe yeah maybe she makes she make an anchor podcast <laughs> yeah she can make a partnership with anchor yeah so tiny baby britney update <laughs> tiny baby britney Denny baby Brittany. <laughs> so she really will not let Jamie Lynn rest. No, she won't. She's not letting her go. So after a long bidding war, she finally has signed a book deal. A $15 million book deal with Simon and Schuster. Ooh. Um, to release her own memoir. And she's gonna be spilling all the deets. She'd be clapping back at the Spears family and right. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I'll maybe actually read it. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like she doesn't even need a memoir because she tells us everything that we need to know <laughs> on her Instagram. Yeah, that's true. She tells her, is this so posted? Can I read the last one? Because we get a full look into her. Oh, my God. I opened my phone. Look at the first. Do you see who's there? It's Brittany, bitch. It's Brittany. She's in a cute little cheetah, like, lingerie. My question is, is her book going to be full of emojis like her Instagram captions? <laughs> they should be. That's the Brittany update. She's writing a mm-hmm. book. I mean, we can honestly do a Brittany update every <laughs> every podcast. So. Just, I think there's a whole podcast where they just look at her Instagram. So yes. it's possible. <laughs> and they've made it. They were on that Hulu documentary oh yeah framing britney yeah dumb britney now we're shifting into bob saggy <laughs> fourth gear here we be ear <laughs> ouch that was bad that hurt <laughs> <laughs> i think we just talked about bob saget two weeks ago and we're like guys there's gonna be no update like <laughs> the family is like stop no more updating the public. I'm sorry, but you cannot stop the public train when they yeah. want to know more. Here we are, Crime on Tab. We have an update, believe it or not. It's a little baby. It's a tiny baby Britney update, but it's an update. Yep, a tiny baby Britney update, but it's an update. It's something. Where we are right now in the update with Boss Saggy. And sorry if that's offensive to all about Saget fans. I just like calling them Bobby Saggy. I don't know why. It's just easier to say. <laughs> We like um, to make everything cutesy is why. So that's yeah. just, it doesn't matter. Everything is just like, Bobby Saggy, like, yeah. jokey, jokey. Jokey, jokey. Um, so apparently there was surveillance footage um, showing proof, which is so sad to all of our fellow conspirators out there that yeah. <laughs> there was somebody else in the room, that he was murdered, something happened to him. There was a dominatrix that went wrong. Right. I mean, we were all <laughs> hoping for it. And good for you, Bobby. You know, you're getting some. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but there was surveillance scene from the hotel of Bob. Um, last seen be a, last seen alive at 2.17 a.m. entering his um, hotel room. And also putting a do not disturb sign on the doorknob and shutting the door. And that's the last we have seen of Bob. And there's been no signs of anybody entering the room after that time or even um, immediately before. That conspiracy is debunked. But what you said before is how far back did they go? Was there someone who came in at 2 p.m. that was on the bed waiting for him and they were, you know, had little pasties on waiting for him? Little pasties. Yeah. She's on the bed. She had pasties on. And she was just, like lounging, waiting. Yeah. For 12 hours. <laughs> She's just waiting. Yeah. There was also people from the hotel who worked there said that they saw Bob 
earlier before he went to his room. He was in the lobby of the hotel waving and saying hi to everybody. People were asking to take pictures and he was like running over and taking their phones and like just like taking selfies and just doing what Bob Saget does, you know, doing Bobby things. I mean, I guess that's also good in like a good look into um, he wasn't like, you know, depressed or anything before yeah. he died. You know, he was in good spirits. He was having a good time. You know, just the normal Bob Saget. Was that how he was feeling on the inside? We don't know. But on the outside, it seemed like he was normal. You know, nothing's wrong. So, And there was no like physical outward looking of him being sick or wobbly right. or yeah we also got reports back from toxicology that showed there were no drugs or toxins in his body we did report a couple weeks ago that he did have covid he was covid positive at the time of his death but there was also a report saying that um it wasn't his cause of death so they even said like it wasn't even a factor in his death and also it could have still been the old antibodies from when he first had it too is that possible I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's probably most likely what it was. Like, he wasn't having a hard time breathing. Like, he wasn't having any really symptoms of it. So, it wasn't a factor in why he died, basically. The major other update that we have is that forensics came back and they were doing testing on the end tables and the counters, um, the headboard, and there's no forensic evidence of any blood or any, any evidence whatsoever that he hit his head on one of these objects in the room, which that was the primary speculation prior was that he hit his head on uh, an end table and the end tables were made of marble. So it would have been a hard hit or the headboard. I mean, that's what everyone was assuming he did before, but now it's being shown that it wasn't the case. That it was probably also marble, the floor, right? Right. So that's what they're saying now. And then they're thinking, so he fainted, hit his head on the floor, the marble floor, because it's a fancy hotel, mm-hmm. and um, woke up, just carried his himself to bed, went to sleep, and then never woke up. Right. Whoever did the autopsy is saying he withstood injuries comparable to being hit in the head with a baseball bat or falling 30 plus feet. Damn. Well, I was thinking Bob Saget's pretty tall, right? That would be a far way down, but he's not 30 feet tall. Yeah, not that tall. (laughs) He's not that tall. But again, he had like a fracture in his head. He had swollen. His eyes were swollen. The blunt force that he did to himself by hitting the floor in air quotes, because that's what they're saying happened. But really, nobody knows what happened. I mean, he must have knocked himself unconscious and then woke up and then just went to bed and fell back asleep and then that's when he died Mm -hmm. most likely what happened at this point well i don't know because it sounds like he was either hit with a baseball bat or (laughs) fell 30 feet so what's going on what is the truth yeah did he fall out of his ninth floor hotel room and then just go back into the lobby and go to bed or did somebody hit him with a baseball bat we don't know so i would say it's I would say it's still not solved. I, I The stories are conflicting. Like, we just yeah. don't know what's going on. There's so many reports. We can't keep and up. Then, and then also, we weren't supposed to get any updates. And then we got updates. So well, <laughs> right? th- this is a whole ass mess. I, I know. 
I mean, we tell you guys we're not updating, and then here we are updating. So I guess we'll see you guys next week with another update on Bob Saga. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe this time he hit his he hit his head on the ceiling. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean that'd be a good one. That's a plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> no one saw that one coming. I think that's all we got for the update episode of season two of Karmata. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for joining us on our first update episode of season two. We'll be getting another one in about a month or two. This episode was so much fun. I mean, I really enjoyed updating not only ourselves, you know, it's really interesting just seeing how these murders and cases play out. And it's fun to just update the tappers and keep everyone updated on topics that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And there's always so much to cover. So another way to keep up on all the stuff is to follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod, like mm-hmm. King Arthur Brand. Yes, King Arthur content. If you want King Arthur content, we can give it. <laughs> and make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Anchor. Leave a five star review. Interact with us. Algorithm. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you. And we thank you guys so much for joining us on this journey to 50 unique listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been pretty stagnant as of late, but you know, we're hopeful. We're pushing episodes twice a week. We are really doing the most right now for Anchor. You know, we're just the talent and Anchor's the anchor. Really just thankful that you guys are here and listening to us twice a week. And Megan, we'll see you guys next time. Where where crime crime is always always on on tap. (laughs) <laughs> Bye. Yeah.